I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Good morning. Welcome into the show. Happy Friday. Let's go. Friday energy time. All right? Weekend. Don't have to look at the face of your colleagues with the disgruntled angst that D-Cell's looking at me with right now because I just said he looks like Steve Jobs in his all-black outfit. He got all offended. Guy's a billionaire. You're welcome. Compliment. Deal with it. By the way, I um, I do owe an apology, and you just heard we start the shows off of those. So I like to bring up Steve Jobs a lot. I have credited him with being the founding creator force behind Apple, and I I was wrong. Doc Rivers actually invented those things, so just wanted to put, didn't realize that Doc Rivers told it. You know, y'all, what you should do is you should make an iPhone. And anyway, good job, Doc. Great work. No? No? No, Tom? (laughs) You went there. It only took about 60 seconds. 30 seconds. Just, yay, look, I mean, just give... Doc, all the credit he deserves, because if we don't, he's going to take it himself, and then it just gets super awkward. There's more. There's more Doc Doc Rivers says that he was offered a job by every team in the NBA. Okay, not really, but we'll get to what he actually said. That guy's the best, and by that I mean he is not actually the best. Uh, Mad um, Ariza, the, the punk god, the punter who was accused of sexual assault and then cleared but not after his reputation and world had been destroyed has a new opportunity and it's with the Kansas City Chiefs. Great news for him. Great news for the Chiefs. I suppose the irony being and hopefully, presumably, we don't know until he's out there, he can still be the football player he was after everything he went through, which we'll talk about later in the show. The irony being the Chiefs don't punt. But, 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 it is, it is really cool that he's got an opportunity. We will talk about that here in a little bit. It is a Friday, which means that we've got rapid-fire buy or sell, where, where Tom just fires questions at me. 
on things we haven't talked about. It is Bum of the Week. It's been a controversial couple of weeks on Bum of the Week for some in-house reasons and just some external reasons, so I'm excited to see how that's going to turn out. My good friend Jeff Goodman, who I don't think we've had on the show for several months, covers hoops with a focus, but not exclusively on on college basketball, went to the Iowa-Indiana women's game last night in Indiana, at Indiana, to see Caitlin Clark play. We'll talk some college, men's college basketball. We'll talk some Celtics. Goodman's based in Boston. I love Jeff. Cannot wait to have that segment get underway. We'll, we'll do a bunch of stuff. If you want to call us, 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. I've also got a birthday. Co- Tom, what do you get me for my birthday? My birthday's Monday. <laughs> wow. What do you got? Yeah. I don't have me? anything yet. Okay. You're saying that I need to not only buy you something, but then send it to you in California. All I'm saying is that next Friday we will also have the bum of the week, as well as today. That's You keep moving the goalposts on me. In unrelated news, in news that's certainly not related, that is what the reality is. So we got back to NBA action last night, and we enter this second part, second half-ish of the season, at least in the Western Conference, and I think in the East too. But in the West, we have a clear favorite and then a bunch of really interesting question marks. The clear favorite is the Denver Nuggets. Don't care at all, and neither should you, that they drop three in a row before the All-Star game. They are the betting favorite. And last night, I know they played the Wizards, which is not necessarily the world's staunchest challenge, but just a reminder of the level of excellence that the defending champs bring to the table. Nikola Jokic had a triple-double while not missing a single shot from the field. Went 10 for 10. That has not happened in 40 years. Denver sometimes, including last year, by the way, at times, which is part of the reason Jokic was not the MVP last year, Denver sometimes sleepwalks through parts of the season. That is That has been true. Jokic can be as bored in the regular season as his buddy Luka Doncic was clearly in the All-Star game. So it it stands to reason that they're going to be a little lackadaisical having come off a championship. And it can mask, I think, how good they are. But we had a bunch of other games that were really interesting last night. Unfortunately, Lakers-Warriors wasn't as interesting as it should have been and as interesting as the NBA wanted it to be because LeBron James did not play through injury slash load management slash he is an ancient human being uh, by the standards of basketball. But Steph Curry was still utterly and totally phenomenal. Warriors win that game. You also had two two maybe contenders, two maybe contenders in the Suns and the Mavs playing each other, four maybe contenders in two games, in a game that the Mavs won, but the Suns were down a bunch, made a, a pretty impressive comeback, and then Dallas pulled away again. And then you had the Clippers, who just got absolutely destroyed by the Thunder. So here's what we're going to do. Tom, you ready for this? I'm going to give you Western Conference tiers of everybody in order where they belong. Okay? And I got one team that I haven't figured out where to put them yet. So you're going to help me slot in Dallas. Because I'm a little worried about Dallas. My view. I am not a believer in a Kyrie Irving team. And there are, in conjunction with the doubts that have always surrounded me with the Mavs, and I've talked about this on the air. There are plenty of people. Again, I don't want to pretend it to everybody. But as an NBA insider in my other job, I spend a lot of my time on the phone with NBA executives and 
scouts and and former players and, and coaches trying to just talk about the league. And there are some interesting themes that will build from a good chunk of people, not everybody. That's where I came up with my belief that is now universal, that Doc Rivers is grossly overrated, right? Honestly, it's a reporting thing. Another one of those common things you hear is a, is a doubt out there, and from many people who marvel at Luka Doncic, that Doncic can win an NBA championship with his usage rate, how he plays, how he's very isolated, how he plays a very slow pace of play, how he is a defensive liability despite his excellence. Okay, so I don't know where to slot, I don't know where to slot in the Mavs. Let's figure it out. Um, let's do this. Let's start at the top, Tom. Right, can we start? At the, do you want to start at the top? You know what, Tom? I want you to feel invested. With my birthday coming up and all the things you got to navigate with Bum of the Week every Friday, I want you to feel some invest. Do you want me to start? With the at the top of this pyramid, like the most the, the the best part of the tier or the bottom, you know what? Let's work our way up. Why don't we start okay. from the bottom up? That got it. Almost made a really mean joke, but it's a Friday and I'm not going to. All right. So uh, this category is the nope category. N O P E, as in nope, not gonna do it, not gonna work. I'm sorry, Pelicans fans. I'm sorry, Kings fans. In each of these markets, there's reason to believe you can be pretty successful. For New Orleans, last year, before Zion got hurt, they were first in January in the Western Conference at one point. And when he's able to play and he's healthy this year, they are, at least on paper, sometimes really formidable. I just don't think that they're good enough or they're deep enough. Sacramento has slipped a little bit in the standings relative to last year, but there was a lot of buzz and excitement before they lost in seven games in brutal Heartbreaking fashion, if memory serves, and I believe it does, to the Warriors. Neither of these teams, I think, are are good enough, are talented enough. In, in New Orleans' case, have a superstar who's reliable enough to make a real run. So as much as I love Sacramento, and I love New Orleans as cities, and I like the organizations, it's the nope category. Next category, and you're going to have some angry people in this. This is a source of contention, one of the teams that I undervalue accurately on the podcast TV show that we are developing and will launch at CBS Sports in a few weeks or a few years or whenever, somewhere in between when it happens. Okay? This is the real good, but too young and or inexperienced. Your Western Conference league-leading Timberwolves are in this category. They are mediocre offensively. Carl Anthony Towns has, in fact, every now and then, when the clock for that organization has rarely struck playoff time, turned into a pumpkin. He's had some moments where he hasn't been a pumpkin. That's a carriage reference from Cinderella, Tom. If you look, you look super, you'll get there with Will. Well, you may not. Now you will. He'll get into it. And the other one is the Oklahoma City Thunder, who, who I may be undervaluing, and who beat the, just the snot out of the Clippers last night. They, they, look, they are so good. They meet every metric. We've talked about, about, about this. And Shea Gilgis-Alexander, who Doc Rivers literally tried to take credit in the last week for not wanting to trade from the Clippers, even though Doc Rivers was in charge and benched him. SGA is a top-five player right now in the NBA, and that's not even a, a, a stretch or a reach. He's going to get MVP votes. The guy's a stud. I just subscribe, like my good friend Sam Amick, like my good friend aggressively, some would say as an extremist on this view, Howard Beck, like my good friend Jeff Zelgit, it is a truism, or at least it's viewed as one, I know that uh, I say groupthink is no think, but sometimes we're just we all think the same thing because it's true. They're just too young and inexperienced, and it's very, 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 very rare for a team with limited to no playoff experience to suddenly win the Western or Eastern Conference playoff scenario and make an NBA Finals. 
All right, are you ready to get into the real ones? Under, so I'm about to rank the following three teams ahead of the Thunder and the T-Wolves. You ready? Underperforming but still dangerous. And for whichever of these teams, and at least one, maybe two, will make a seven-game series, you do not want to face these guys. If you're the Nuggets, you're going to be fine. If you're anybody else, you may not be. Suns, Lakers, Warriors. All three. I, I almost put the Suns a little bit higher. Right, because the, the Suns are are also currently in the play-in. I know that last night we didn't see LeBron, but when LeBron and AD play, they are twenty-six and twenty. That's good enough to have been third in the Western Conference last year. They are load managing these guys, and their record has reflected that in large part because they haven't overlapped for that for that many games. They are preparing for those two guys to be as healthy as possible, and that is to say they need to play every single game when the playoffs roll around, the real playoffs, and maybe for the Lakers, probably the play-in in mid-April. But if they get there, like in the in-season tournament, like last year's run, and when they made the conference finals and got smoked by the Nuggets, I get it, and like we have seen when both those superstars in Humpty Dumpty Anthony Davis and LeBron James are out there, we have seen a really dangerous Lakers team. And I would rank ahead of that Stephen Curry and the Warriors, exclusively because of Steph Curry. Now, again, last night, played a Lakers team with no LeBron. That's a different kind of challenge, but Steph had 32 points last night. He had eight assists, only a single turnover, had a bunch of steals. He made a bunch of threes, and he leads the league in total points scored in the month of February. He has the most points per game since the trade deadline. It's a little bit of the old lies, damn lies, and statistics quote from Mark Twain, because it's not as if, unlike the Mavs, who I haven't placed yet, it's not as if the Warriors went out and, and changed their team. They didn't. They, they, they stood pat. They were a five-card draw, and they said, we'll just keep the cards that we have. We don't want anything else. We're not going to make any reshuffling. And, and so the vulnerabilities that existed before exist now, but they're 8-2 and two in their last 10 games. The Warriors can win a championship this year because Steph Curry is still that good. And then there's the Suns, who, man, I watched them last night. So many ifs. If Kevin Durant is healthy, if the depth doesn't catch up to them, if they can find a way to play a little bit better defense, if Bradley Beal can have a game or two, because you need this in seven-game series sometimes, where he becomes the old Bradley Beal and just goes off. Durant has an off night. Booker has an off night. Who they're playing is able to double one of those guys, and the other guy has an off night. If the old Bradley Beal can show up, that team can be really, really dangerous. Then up from that in the pyramid, I've got flawed contender. It's the Clippers. I don't need to belabor this. If Kawhi is healthy for the entirety of the playoffs, they're good enough to beat anybody. But he's never healthy for the entirety of anything. So it's a huge question mark. And then there's the favorite Nuggets. Tom, I'm thinking about sliding the Suns up a category and merging them with the Mavs. I, I think I'd buy the, the Mavs. But I don't want to. Yeah, I'm not going to talk you into that. I know they got the longest current winning streak in the league right now, but don't do it. They've added some pieces that are really, really impressive. They look better defensively. They, the thing is, this is always what Kyrie Irving does, right? He, he, gets, your, he gets you excited, gets you feeling like you're going to be outstanding, gets you to believe, then breaks your heart. He's a he's an evil Romeo for for basketball fans. You know what's a better com- Don Juan? Wasn't that the guy that had many lady friends? <laughs> yes. 
Yes, indeed. Don't do it. Don't do it. You're, uh, you have shown me the light with Kyrie Irving in terms of believing in him and his teams when it comes to crunch time. Don't do it. Don't make this mistake. Maybe I'll call them flawed non-contenders. <laughs> I'm doing this on the podcast later, too. It's a little, you know, a little. We did it better here, though. We did it better here. Man, is Tom going to be bummed of the week? It is possible. Uh, Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers cannot. I'm just going to, you know what? There's an old adage, and I can't remember it well, which will explain why it applies to me often. But it's, it is better to say nothing and be thought a fool than to speak and prove it is so. I feel like I delivered that pretty good, even though I don't know the quote. That applies to me. I should talk less, but it's hard professionally. It definitely applies to Doc Rivers. And we're going to let you hear the latest example of why next here on CBS Sports Radio. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to Writer Than You. That's not what the Big Ten or the SEC wants. They don't want everybody to have an equal share. They want to create a money-making mechanism that they dominate and that they stack with a minimum of half of the schools being from one of those two conferences. And that means all the money flows to those schools and conferences. On CBS Sports Radio. By the way, that was my take yesterday. That was my educated opinion perspective yesterday. That was my view in the wake of the news that the potential expanded playoff from 12 teams, which we'll have the next two years, to 14 or 16, will be dominated by the SEC and the Big Ten. That's why they're reportedly pushing it. And it's a power grab. Now, it ain't about the sport. It's about those conferences in... Uh, the Dodd father, Dennis Dodd, went on the Zach Gelb show yesterday. Is that right? The Zach Gelb show with JR uh, filling in. And made the exact same point. You're welcome, Dennis. Just kidding. If you're on the same page as Dennis Dodd, that means you're, you're if, I, if I may be so bold, you know what you're talking about. By the way, I, I was playing tennis yesterday, and I found out that a buddy of mine, a guy that I play tennis with listens to the show sometimes. 
I'm playing tennis with him tonight. Should we test it out? You can't do that. No, I can't say his name. No, first name. No, don't do don't do that. He'll be embarrassed. Don't it's very do nice it. of him. I know, but if you say like, "Hey, shouted you out. Did you hear it?" Like, oh no, I wasn't listening. Oh no, it was going to be a more. Hey, if you're listening, well, now it's too late. Yeah, tell me you heard it. Yeah, it's it's no. <laughs> it's fine. Um. <laughs> okay. So. You've probably seen out there these these Doc Rivers memes that I keep sending to Tom. I can't stop about how Doc River discovered nuclear fusion and Doc Rivers invented the keyboard and Doc Rivers warned Caitlin Stark not to go to the Red Wedding and Doc Rivers tried to explain that Sauron was on the rise in Lord of the Rings. I mean, it's amazing. And the best accounts use the exact same vernacular the rhythms of speech that Rivers has used into – literally there's so much I can't play you all of it or read you all of it. But there's two over the All-Star break that kind of got this going. Uh, one was Doc Rivers taking credit for the James Harden trade, working out for the Clippers. I'm just going to read it because it's so – I can't read it without laughing now because it sounds so much like all the memes out there that obviously are not true. As, a, as far as I know, Doc Rivers did not in fact invent the iPhone or, or warn um, the, the powers that be that Sauron was, was on the rise with, with the one ring. No, first, Doc Rivers on, on Harden. Quote, I was the only one, obviously, they consulted. They made calls, and I was one of the guys who said it would be a great deal for them because I thought he fit them better than he would fit the Sixers team. I think he's a perfect fit there. It's a league. We talk. They just talk, ask questions, and I was on board early. Okay, so nobody thought Harden was going to be good with the Clippers. Just a little background. Not me. Not any, not you if you're being honest. Not anybody. It's worked really well. Doc Rivers hasn't worked for the Clippers in a long time, but he's taking credit. Not the GM there. Not the actual people who are in charge. Doc Rivers. And then there's Doc Rivers taking, not taking credit, throwing Kawhi Leonard under the bus for, for Shea Gilgis Alexander several years ago when Doc was there being traded from the Clippers to the Thunder. As part of the Paul George trade. Doc was in charge. It was it was Doc's decision. <laughs> Quote, because Shea is now amazing. I even brought it up to Kawhi. Are you sure? I think Shea is going to be an amazing player. It may take a year or two, but I think you're underestimating how good Shea is going to be. End quote. Many people, not me, <clears throat> many people have called Doc a liar on social media and other places. And, and hence the memes. So, it's amazing, and this is with my good friend Rachel Nichols, who did it on her podcast with DeMarcus Cousins, Billy Ball, uh, Bully Ball, not Billy Ball, that would be my podcast if I had one, I don't, at least not name that, Bully Ball, and she she interviewed Doc, and this is Doc, so it's not enough that Doc got Adrian Griffin fired and took his job, apparently Doc wanted the world to know that other places also wanted to fire their coaches to have the rare pleasure of bringing in the guy who invented nuclear fusion. I had committed to taking a year off. I had two other teams that had already called during the season and I, we wouldn't even take the interview. Yeah. So yeah, it was just, it was a lot. And, and you know, it was like I was joking. They put me on a clock. It's not like I had a week to decide. Yeah. So it was a tough one. Yeah. Can I ask who the other two teams were? No, no. <laughs> I thought it was worth a try. No. It was good. That was a good try. Oh, Doc. I don't. I would never pretend I invented nuclear or anything because I. Do, I said fusion twice, and I thought after I said it, but it's fission. You're not going to fuse it. Fuse it, right? Fuse it. You're going to fish it. <laughs> Oppenheimer. I am not. 
Oh, that's good. I got tears in my eyes right now. Oh, man. Speaking of tears in your eyes, I'll get back. Just remind me at the end of this. I want to tell you something weird that happened to me at the sushi place last night. People were staring at me. You can't go out in public, man. Just stay home. <laughs> I'm going to go out in public. I'm going to do it. Uh, there are so many clips here it, it, to just reinforce. Here's the thing. It's funny. It's funny. It reflects the now public, the dawning of public understanding of the private qualms behind the scenes of the place Doc Rivers has been. And a view that he is reinforcing, fairly or not, and I think it's fairly, that he does not hold himself accountable. That he throws people under the bus, and when we pl- and I'll play you one or two if you want to hear it, but when we play you these clips, it isn't just, oh, there, he did it. There's always been a sense, at least from my sources, who will call me right when this stuff happens and say that's what he's always doing behind the scenes to ownership, to one player about another player. You talk about guys, right, that go into locker rooms and ruin locker rooms maybe because they're a little two-faced and they're phony and they're divisive and they're playing political games. There's a view that that's who Doc Rivers is as the guy that's supposed to do the opposite. And bring it together. Here's one example, right? And this is just one example where when this happened, and this happened at the end of the, like, right before the All-Star break began, if I remember this right, or maybe right at the All-Star break, there's so much Doc stuff that Doc is doing to himself. It's hard to keep up with. Where, where sources called me, including people that have worked with Doc on, in front offices and or coaching staffs, where people said, oh, this is what he's always doing. Here is Doc. After the Bucks lost, was this to the Magic, Tom? I can't even keep track of their bad losses. To the Grizzlies, also a bad loss. That's right, to the Grizzlies, blaming his own players for what went down. First play, we, we gamble for the 50th time in the corner. Guy drives. Uh, we have to help. Leads to a three. We come back in this, uh, on our set. Uh, two guys forget what we're running. Uh, then we miss the shot, and then nobody gets back. That's how we start out the third quarter. That tells you all you need to know about where our heads were. Um, you know, um, we, we had some guys here, and we had some guys in Cabo. I mean, there's in Cabo. The guys are in Cabo. There, there's more. I'm not going to play it for you. There's, there, there's Doc Rivers um, claiming that he wouldn't wish this job on anyone, that he, that he took from someone who desperately wants it, and Doc reportedly going to make 35 to $40 million a year. You can wish it on me, Doc. You can wish that problem on me. Uh, there's there's Doc Rivers saying that he wished he tried to convince ownership that he would wait till after the All Star game because it was so hard to be on a road trip, which is to say, man, I don't want to be blamed for this stuff. They're three and seven. There's Doc, if you really get into the weeds, saying that ownership called him, which undercuts his general manager John Horst, in my opinion. This is why I doubt the Bucks, and I'm really torn here because I, so I'm a guy that's moved around a lot. I've lived in a lot of different places. I went to two different high schools. Uh, I feel very lucky to do national radio, having lived in Arkansas and Miami and Missouri and Iowa and Green Bay, Wisconsin and L.A. and New York and rural Missouri. I mean, I lived out St. Louis. I've lived, man, I lived too many places. I've lived in a lot of spots. And I went to high school and graduated from high school, for most of my high school, and graduated in northeast Iowa, border of Wisconsin, have family in Milwaukee. Where, I, where I'm from, there's no professional sports team, so you got to go north-ish to Milwaukee or east to Chicago or, I guess, northwest to Minneapolis to Minnesota. My point is I like the Bucks organization. I like the people in the organization. I know some scouts and some people there from my time covering the NBA. I just, I like, I like people in Milwaukee because I'm from that part of the country. I really, really like Giannis. 
I really like Damian Lillard. I just mean as human beings. They seem like great guys. I've been around a little. I don't think it's going to work. I don't think it's going to work because this Doc Rivers, it is acidic. It is toxic to the things you need to be successful. And and the and it's why his teams blow leads because they don't like each other. All right. Tom, I went to um. last night was my last night without Lori and the kiddos. They are in... Uh, they're in Lima, Ohio, as I've mentioned, seeing Lori's parents. I'm here working on this pilot for the NBA show. But but pretty chill week. And last night was beautiful. I miss my kids, but it was beautiful. I just decided at 7.30 at night, 8 at night, I was watching hoops. I'm going to go get sushi. You a sushi guy? Not at all. Oh, it's so good. So I went to get some sushi by myself, and I get there, and they have one spot at the very end of the sushi bar, right? Because you're the guy, like, eating alone. People Half the people look at you kind of say, well, I don't care. doesn't matter. And randomly, a few days ago, when I also went to get sushi at a place across the street from this place, because I was testing them out, Tom, which one do I like better? I read, just came across at the Ringer, which is no longer in existence, uh, the oral history of office space, which I think I talked about. So I sit down to get my sushi, and I'm like, I'm going to read an oral history. So I go to the Ringer's oral history, you know, where they, people, they interview the people involved, and they have an oral history of the last episode the finale of The Americans. Did you watch The Americans? I did. One of the best shows in the history of television. And the ending is amazing. And I'm reading it, and at the very start, they have like a thing where they sort of they summarize. And they summarize that when all of the actors and actresses, including the main actor and actress who played the spies, got the last script, they burst into tears in public. And they were crying, and people were looking at them weird. I'm like, that's weird. Long story very short. I was crying halfway through this. I started crying at the sushi place. I don't know what was going on. <laughs> Maybe it was the extra beer because I walked over. But it was like, and I don't want to ruin it, but I guess are we past spoilers for a show like The Americans? Oh, if you're gonna, yeah, definitely. If you're going to watch The Americans, if you're interested in seeing it, if you haven't seen it, please come back in like 60 seconds. I don't want you to leave, but like just this is your like five-second warning. It's about two spies who are Russian agents who pretend to be Americans who raise their kids in America, and the kids don't know at the start of the show, that their parents are Russian spies. And at the end, the parents make these brutal choices because they have to flee. They get caught. And again, go away if you haven't seen the Americans. Go away, go away, okay? They make this decision, as you know, to leave one of their kids behind. And another kid makes a brutal choice of her own. And they play it to with or without you by you two. So I'm reading this oral history, eating sushi by myself, and a woman comes over and she's like, everything okay? And I'm like, I'm fine. <laughs> Tears streaming down my eyes. That's my story. It was so well done. I don't know. I, I should have remembered the writer. It was so good, dude. Because that's an emotional finale. It is. It is. But it got to the point last night where a complete stranger had to come over and ask yeah, me if yeah. everything was okay. In fairness, they would do a, it was really well done. They would do a whole oral history on every scene. And then they would have the scene. So I'd watch the scene. So I would be like, really? And then it would just be the scene. I'm like, oh! Why, Henry? This is why I say you can't go out in public. And I'm not yeah. trying to say, like, you shouldn't have read it. I, it was probably extremely well done. It was done, great. But it, it, well, stay home and read it. There was also karma, because the first part is how everybody is reading the scripts, right? They're all, this guy's reading on the train, she's reading on the airplane, he's reading at the office, and they're all crying independently. And I'm thinking, okay. Like, if you watch the scene, I can, but get over it. It's just words on a page. I'm lit- <laughs> and then 20 minutes later, I've been transported to a place of sheer hypocrisy. I was a doc. <laughs> we called pulling a doc. I pulled a doc. Did you feel better you, after, after you had that cry? Yeah. 
Yeah. Did you, uh, dude? I, uh, uh, I'm an emotional guy. It is what it is. Did you know? I didn't know this. That Doc Rivers actually came up with the idea for the Americans. He said to the creators, "You know, you, what you all should do is you should have Russian spies pretend to be Americans and have to figure out how to tell their kids eventually." Now, did you get that because you're an NBA insider, or is Doc uh, is he gonna say that publicly? No, it's in the Ringer story. Other than the fact that it wasn't, <laughs> and I'm just joking. I, I'm I'm impressed you saw that show. Yeah, but well, like as you said, like we're, we're past beyond spoilers. I think it's even longer than I remember that show being. It's been a long time. Yeah, it was six seasons, and I think it probably ended six years ago. No, you know what? This was the five-year anniversary, and that thing ran a couple years. I bet it's been seven years. Amazing show. It's hard to stick a landing. There's a scene on a train at the very end with you 2s with or without you that it's a real tearjerker. Ended in 2018. <laughs> Twenty. So six years. Crushed it. Did you have Bill Cries at Sushi Restaurant about American's oral history on your bingo card? No, man. I threw out my bingo card with you. There's no point in having one. I never have any of that stuff. Yeah. It is what it is. Very, very good. So thank you to Doc Rivers for, for coming up with that ending. He really – good job. My favorite thing is people saying y'all. And, uh, you know, I said y'all. You got to watch Sauron with that ring. <laughs> I can't get a – it has actually saved Twitter extra me. I've hated that thing for a while now, but it is it is gold. I can't get enough of I send them to you in part so I can just go somewhere and just read through the ones I like the most. I sent you one last night about uh, advising Kyle Shanahan to not take the ball first in overtime. And I, oh, read, I missed it. I read that thing at least six times. You said you did. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm going to read it. Yeah, I mean, obviously you don't want to give Mahomes the final possession, you know? I even told Shanahan, I tried to warn them, but we had some guys in Cabo that just weren't prepared. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, life is wonderful. Um, So, shifting gears aggressively, Matt Ariza was the most gifted punter I think we could say if we've ever seen come out of college or certainly in a generation. The guy's damn nickname was Punk God and was accused of something very serious. And you don't know what's real or what's not real. And the instinct, or at least my instinct, and I think it needs to be, is to not shame an alleged victim for coming forward. And it makes these things really complicated. And include me in the group of people who did not think if the accusations were true. It's what I said. He belonged to the NFL. True. Totally true. What's hard is what happens when it turns out the accusations aren't true but it takes the legal process 18 months to figure that out. And in the interim, you've lost your job, you've been cut by the bills, and there's a question of whether you're ever going to find a way back to the NFL. Well, in that very difficult context, some very good news for Mr. Ariza. And we'll get into that here on the show after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogan. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, 
the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome back to Writer Than You. I don't understand why people live in downtown Los Angeles, by the way. I don't get it. Is it not nice? It's okay. Seems pretty nice. Live by the beach. There's a, there's an ocean here. It also, it can be 30 degrees hotter down there than by the beach because of, I don't know what it's called, the ocean effect? <laughs> I forgot what it's called. It's got a name. On CBS Sports Radio. I wondered why that was the rejoin. I wondered what was going on. It just sounds like I'm slandering downtown L.A. Ocean effect. Let's go with that. It, it's God's marine layer. That is the term I was looking for. That's fancy. Yeah, it is, it is fancy. Marine. Let's see if that's, I mean, if that's just a local. I'm sure it's a real term, but I'm going to Google it. Marine layer. You know what comes up? A bunch of jackets for sale. <laughs> an air mass that develops over the surface of a large body of water, such as an ocean or large lake. In the presence of a temperature, and then it, I'm not going to click the expand button. Yeah, so so basically, okay, marine layer. What did I call it? The o- ocean effect would make more sense. Lori makes fun of me. I can't remember half the things that are in the universe, so I just rename things. Like a Papazon chair, I once named a Fufu sitter, and then I call it that for the next 20 years. I don't know anything that just came out of your mouth right there. Papazon. You know what a Papazon chair is? No. Exactly. It's the big circular chairs that they sell at the place that imports all the stuff, and you put your just just Google Papa's on chair real quick. Uh, okay, okay. But 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 fufu sitter is not actually what it's called. I don't remember all. Of them. Lori's got a, twenty examples of me just renaming things. I've seen these all over the place. Everybody buys one when they get out of college because they can't afford furniture, and then you realize, like I did, this is not comfortable. I've never had one, but I see them everywhere. You're smarter than I am. And what do you call it? A foo-foo sitter? I don't know. I just called that one day. (laughs) Okay. What do you want? I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you, pal. Um, All right. So this this Matterizer story is, is, is awful, and it gets into really complicated things that need to be talked about but aren't easy to discuss. So Matterizer was accused of sexually assaulting a young woman, who I believe was, was 17 at the time, and he vehemently insisted that he wasn't present when the alleged incident occurred, that he left before the alleged incident, that he had nothing to do with it. He, he ref- And so long story very short, this went on for a long time, he was caught by the Buffalo Bills in the midst of an investigation, not because criminal charges had been filed because no criminal charges were ever filed, but it was a long process as it as it tends to be. And so he was under the cloud of a very serious accusation. And then what proceeded after the civil the, the decision by the authorities not to press criminal charges was a civil suit. And that's a different thing. Criminal charges, you can go to prison, you can go to jail. It's the criminal 
it, it's a prosecuting attorney, it's the police, it is the legal authorities in this country in various cities and jurisdictions deciding whether or not to prosecute and try to imprison someone for a crime. Civil suit is I'm suing you for what you've done to me. And so a lot of times you will see people who can't be proven guilty like, beyond a reasonable doubt who are sued successfully in civil court. It's a lower standard because it's monetary. It's not taking your freedom away. Those charges or, or that lawsuit also dropped. It's not charges, lawsuit. That The civil charges in civil accusation in December. And so by everything that we can read and reasonably figure out, and if you get into the details and the transcript and give Dan Wetzel credit for this over at Yahoo Sports, it found, the prosecutors found, the folks who have the power to criminally investigate, that Ryza wasn't even present as he, as he contended during the alleged assault. And it was allegedly an assault of multiple people. So you can extra complicate it where you very well may have a young woman who was horribly assaulted, who believes Ariza was there, and he wasn't. And in all of that, this young man is innocent. And we did not know that, at least by the conclusion, we never know, but by the conclusions of both the authorities and the process of civil judgments in this country. And there is no guarantee he was ever going to play in the NFL again. The, I mean, and there are different scenarios, but see Trevor Bauer and accusations against him that, again, do not seem to be true based on what we know about the law and what has gone on and what has happened. Trevor Bauer still trying to find a place to, to pitch. I mean, that, and that guy was amazing. I mean, Trevor Bauer might have been, I don't know, maybe not the best pitcher in Major League Baseball, but one of the three or four or five best pitchers. These accusations will, will take you, will take, can take you down. And, and they should when true, and they should not when not true, and unfortunately that's not how the world always works. Remember, Ariza had an 82-yard punt before he was released for the Bills in a preseason game, and in, in his college career, in his senior year at San Diego State, um, he had a 51.2-yard punt average. The guy is amazing. So really great news. I, I think it's wonderful, and credit the Chiefs. The news came out yesterday. They have signed him to be a Chief. And and unfairness is rarely remedied in this world. The world is not fair. I tell this to my kids all the time. It's not a fair place. You don't want the unfairness to catch up with you in a way that is permanently detrimental to your to your livelihood, to your ability to be successful, to your mental health, to your ability to have a job, to your, to your physical well-being, obviously. This dude may not have had a path back to the NFL, even though it sounds like he certainly deserved one. Credit the Chiefs for giving it to him. And, and I want to get to this at the end because it's the human being story that is more important than the football story in this thing. But the guy's amazing. He's amazing if, if psychologically, and we won't know, he is still able to play at the level that he did given everything that he's gone through. And his time away from the game, by the way. Going back to the baseball comparison, we have just seen, we've seen pitchers who have been drafted by teams they didn't want to play for. This hasn't happened in a while, but it was very common in the MLB draft 10, 15 years ago, who would take a year off and play independent ball and then come back to the draft because they wanted to play somewhere else, and most of them would not be able to reclaim their their level for whatever reason. That sometimes when you just let when when you let go when you when you step away from that level of intense competition, it's hard to maintain it. And remember, Matarizo did not step away from it; he was yanked away from it. He was tossed out of it. Again, we're talking about fairness, not the same thing as reality. So hopefully, he can still punt like he used to. If he can. I mean, look, the Chiefs aren't going to punt very often, but when they do, that's just another ridiculous advantage for the best team in football. And I want 
And this shouldn't be controversial, and it should be universal. I don't think it is. I want people who do horrible things to be punished horribly. And I want people who, who are falsely accused of anything to not be canceled and to not have their livelihoods and their lives and their happiness taken away. And it's really hard sometimes to discern who's the good guy and who's the bad guy when you have people saying this person did this horrendous thing and the other person is saying, no, I did not. In this case, and on a radio show, in a segment, I can't walk you through all of it. It is worth going and finding this story in Yahoo Sports from Dan Wetzel, where Dan, who we've had on the show, I think is I think he's the best national sports columnist in America. He's amazing. Dan went and really got into the details and reported this. And you can read it like I have, and you can draw, I think you will, the conclusion I have, which is this young man got a very unfair deal and a very unjust accusation. And I'm glad that he has found his way back to playing in the National Football League. And by the way, I... I understand the Trevor Bauer thing is more complicated. I understand that. I think Trevor Bauer should play in Major League Baseball. Like, I always bring up Joe Mixon as an example of someone who I don't think should be playing because there's a videotape of that guy from college punching a woman in the face. I don't have to question whether or not that happened. Was it a McDonald's? It's some fast food place. I don't have to wonder. I don't have to read the depositions and try to eke out the truth so I can feel like I'm making the right moral judgment on whether a guy should throw a ball or not. Or an arises case, punt it. Some of this stuff is really hard. And the fact that this guy was cleared in his civil case and was never charged criminally, and that the criminal investigation, after a very, very, very long time, concluded that he wasn't even there, kudos to you, Kansas City Chiefs. Good job. Because the other thing is, people don't read all the details. People don't get on the weeds on Trevor Bauer or on Matt Arise. And I get it, you're busy, you got kids, you got a life, you got buddies, you're doing it, it's hard to know what's actually going on. And we live at a time where media outlets are going out of business every other day. Vice just shut down yesterday. And we live in a time, let's be frank, where there's a, not a lot of trust in the media from anybody on any political spectrum or non political spectrum. And that leads to those combinations of people not knowing what the hell's going on and not knowing who to believe when they want to know what's going on. And so accusations can take on a lot more weight, I think, than they could have 20 years ago because there's not trusted information sources, or at least there aren't information sources that people trust. In some cases, they should and don't about what's actually happening. So I hope you'll trust me as best I understand it. This is very good news. And I'm glad that Arise has got the opportunity to play in the NFL again. All right, 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. I love Jeff Goodman. Uh, we might talk about life. We might make fun of Pretty Daddy. We might talk about Caitlin Clark. He was at the game last night. My boy Goodman, up next here, CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.